Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. So I want to show you something. It says that the purposes of, a, of the person's heart are as deep waters. What's, what's in deep waters? What's in deep waters? What's in deep waters? You stop and think about it. What's in deep waters? Somebody says sharks. And you're like, How about just deep stuff? I mean, stuff that doesn't live on the surface lives in deep. Surface equals less than insignificant. You can just shallow insignificant. When was the last time you tackled some deep stuff in your life? Why do I always stretch the truth? I mean, I could have stopped that. Yeah, I went to such and such, but I had to extend that, and then it became a lie. You know, that's some deep stuff. That's some deep stuff. Why is it that I can't seem to stay with one person in a relationship, but I get tired and I get bored and I have to move on, and then I have to get another person, and then there's another person, another person. That's some deep stuff. I'm talking about the deep stuff. I'm talking about deep stuff. Yeah. Why is it that you have to move every so many months? You don't feel like a lease. You can't even finish a lease out because you I just need something different. That's deep. That's deeper than the surface. Why is it that every job you, you end ends in a fight between you and your boss? Why don't nobody like you on your job? Why is that? They all, they, they all what? They all what? That's some deep stuff. I don't have time to get into it. And we already had psychologists and spiritual warfare weaponry come in here to try to minister to some of those needs. But I want you to start thinking about some of the deep things. Start thinking about some of the deep stuff. Why is it that I'm so inconsistent? How come, how come I can't seem to be consistent? How come I can't seem to be? I just, I, I just, it's just, I gotta do something different. I just, I just have to change. I, I just have to be different. You are very, we're very different already. But you don't have to try to be different. Just be you. And that's different. If you can be you, that's different than me. And if I can be me, that's different than you, him, her, or anybody else. So why do I have to try to do something different unless there's some deep issues that I need to deal with? There's some deep things that we've ignored because we've swam on the surface for so long or we've only found ourselves in spiritual waters where our feet touch the bottom that we haven't given God an opportunity to launch us into deep places that we could obtain deeper responses. So God wants to deliver us from bloodline curses. Go deep. Ancestry.com is not the only thing that can tell you about where you came from. You can just check the birth records of your relatives and find out whether or not illegitimacy and teenage pregnancies is, a, is, a, is an epidemic. And we had, to, we had to break that curse from our family. We literally had to break that curse from our family. and said, no, there'll be no premature births before. Not, not from this one. We, we're, doing, we're doing what we can. In Jesus' name, to stop it, block it. But that's deep stuff. And I'll battle it all the way through. All the way through. So what are the odds that you're able to attain to something deeper? The scripture tells us that deep calls unto deep. Which means that if you go deep, God will pull you into deep. If you want the response of God, the deep the answers, we, we'll do that. But, but launching is required. Look at somebody say, you got to launch first to get to the deep places. Real quick, the personal principle of launching is that the execution of kingdom assignments has been the driving force of the church since its inception. From the day of Pentecost till now, it took somebody to stand up. Peter stood up in the midst of them, testified, spoke of what was going on. The people got filled with the Holy Ghost, got saved that day, and Peter fulfilled his purpose. Same Peter that Jesus jumped on his boat and said, let's go out into the deep. And he said, we told all night, but nevertheless, at your instructions, we'll go. And when he cast his net, he ended up bringing up more fish than he could even handle. 
So since the inception of the early church, the execution of the assignments are driving, you got to do something. Peter is always doing something. Always doing something. Michael Jackson had a revelation. He says, you want to always want to be starting something. Got to be starting something. Too high to go over, too low to go under. You're stuck in the... All right, y'all, too many, too many Michael Jackson fans in here. Yeah. So, so Peter was a Michael Jackson fan. Um, no, Peter was somebody who was always starting something. There's some always starting something in you. Why not start something deep? Why not, why not move beyond the petty stuff? Did you see what she had on? And focus on, I don't care what anybody's wearing. That's some deep stuff. Go beyond what am I going to wear to I just want to be there. I don't care what you're wearing. That's deep stuff. The second launching principle is that influence of launchers empowers the body of Christ to function successfully in the earth. If I didn't launch, you wouldn't have launched. And if you wouldn't have launched, somebody else wouldn't have launched. And if somebody else wouldn't have launched, somebody else wouldn't have launched. And if Elder Holloway hadn't launched this church years ago, we wouldn't be standing here today. And so we have to consider and realize that your influence as a launcher affects the entire success of the body of Christ in the earth. Launching is also the method by which God executes his assignments in the earth. God gets it done through you. If God's going to do it, he's going to do it through you. So the challenge is knowing who you are and then being just that. You remember that principle, right? Knowing who you are and being just that. You got to be who that is, but you got to know who you are. If you compare yourself to someone else, I'll roll back. There's some people still trying to catch it. Yeah. And so, so, so when we answer the question, got to move on. Who are you? Can you be just that? I'm challenging people in deep places because our time, talent, treasure, and our tactics are the things that we either have to lose or the things that we could launch. You really don't have anything to lose because everything you have, you got from God. Whether it was your time, it's not yours. God gave it to you. Whether it was your talent, it's not yours. I know you were born with it, but God put it in your DNA. If it's your treasure, you worked for it, but God gave you the ability to work for it. It's really his in the tactics, the methods, the way you think through things should be God's plan. Many are the plans of a man, but it's the Lord who works those things out in us. He works those things out in us. So that proverb that we read, I want to pray for some folks who says, okay, I'm ready to launch. And then they launch because I launched about 150 people last time that I spoke this message. But I want to pray for some people who says, well, I'm going into deep places now. And I just I just want to be able to stand in faith that that the deep places is where I'm supposed to be. This is a growing up message, not a grown up message, a growing up message. This is a message of, you know, it's nice to be in church. And every time that praise team goes forward, I mean, that band is booming and them singers are singing and ooh, I feel good. And then we settle back at the bottom of a shallow pool. Don't settle back in the shallow end of the kiddie pool. It's time to go into the deep places. I didn't learn to swim until I was 21 years old. And you know how I learned? I took a swim class, almost drowned, and I had to learn. I had to learn. And I only know enough now to keep from drowning. But I had to leave the shallow end of the pool. In fact, the final exam was to go to the deep end of the pool, climb up on top of the, the, the diving board. I'm talking the Olympic-sized pool at Michigan State University with the diving board that I don't even know how many feet but we had to jump. Everybody had to jump or you don't pass the class. Look at somebody say, you got to jump. You're going to have to jump. You gotta, some of you right on the edge, you're going to have to jump. 
And it's not a sunbather's uh, competition. You're not just sitting on the sidelines. You, there's no sideline in life. People feel like that and it says, I've been sitting on the side. There is no sideline in life. Either you're going to sink or you're going to swim. And if you keep swimming in shallow, eventually, I got to the point where they would look at me like, there's kids down there. Could you please come down on this end? Big old man. Scraping my knees on the bottom of the pool, just dragging. You get the picture, right? There's some people who are spiritually dragging on the bottom of the pool because they don't want to challenge themselves to stand up and realize the water only comes to here. Go into deeper places. Get in over your head with God so that your faith can be exercised. Apply for the job that you were afraid to apply for. Go to school that you thought you could never go to school. Somebody said, if I go to school, I'm going to be 65 years old. I said, how old are you going to be if you don't go to school? You're going to be 65 if you don't go to school. So get into deep places. What about you? So, well, you know, I, I, you know I just, I, 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 I'm afraid to talk in people. You talk in front of people all the time. You just don't think we hear you. We hear you. And you're talking in front of people. I'm just nervous about praying. You get in trouble, I bet you pray. The plane I was on started doing like this. It was like, Jesus, Lord, hallelujah. Gee, glory. I heard all kinds of things on that plane. He was praying to Buddha, Allah, Jesus, Christian, everybody. All, that plane got spiritual real quick when it dropped a little bit. And then there were some people that was just asleep. I was just chilling through the process. Like, God's got me. Jehovah has the final say. Because you can go to heaven from an airplane just like you can from here. <laughs> so you got to be willing to get out. I will go to another country, but I'm afraid to fly. R. Kelly made millions believing he could fly. You can believe. Look at somebody say, I believe I could fly. You got to believe you can fly. You got to believe that you can get out from where you are. You've got to believe that you can do more than what you've done. You got to believe that you're more than what you've become. You got to believe that greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. You got to believe that your eyes haven't seen and your ears haven't heard. Neither has it entered into your heart the things that God has in store for you. But you got to launch out into deep places. You got to go deep. So it's time for us to make decisions that we will not be sluggards, we will not be slowful, but we will sow in the seasons of sowing so that we can reap in the seasons of harvest and our purposes are deep. I need every woman in this room to tell that brother that you ain't shallow like that, that you're deeper than that. I need every brother to think of himself that he's not just some cat sliding through life, but he's deeper than that. That there's more to you than what's on the surface. Your outer appearance is just a fragment, a mere reflection of what's on the inside of you. You're like an iceberg. What we see on the surface is just the tip. But beneath the surface, there are things that God wants to work out. That God has for us to deal with. Now, it says one who has insight draws them out. One who has insight draws them out, the deep things, the deep waters. Somebody with insight draws it out. Now, I did discover this just in the few years that I've been alive. I don't need you to tell me about me. God can give me insight if I ask. If I say, Lord, show me me, he'll show me me. I remember one time I was saying, Lord, just show me where I'm wrong. Show me. I was like, okay, that's enough. That's, that's enough right there. I I, let me just deal with that first, and then I can get to the next part and the next part. I can just hear him saying in the spirit, you asked me, and so I'm showing you. But God is constantly in the process of renewing and restoring us, but why would somebody have to, have to come to you to tell you about you when you know about you? 
Remember your mom used to say, I know you smell you. Now get in there and take care of that, right? I want you, I'm just real. I'm a realist because it doesn't make sense for us to have these patty cake, you know, little, you know, like, oh, you're just a good person in God and the Lord loves you and, and, and flowers for everyone. You get a blessing, you get a blessing, you get a blessing. All y'all get a blessing. Okay, we've got beyond that. Thank you, Oprah. But we're at the point now to where God is calling us to deep places. Is there anybody willing to go to deep places? You want to go to deep places. You're like, I want revelation. I want insight. And it's got to start with me. You want to prophesy to the nations and you won't even prophesy to yourself. You want to go heal the nations and you get, I got a headache right now. Pray, practice. Get that one out your head before you go lay hands on somebody else's head. You want to spin around and say, thus saith the Lord. When God says, well, just thus yourself to church on a regular basis to get instructed so that you can know how to use that and your character will be intact. Because many people have tapped into their gifts and their giftings have taken the places that their character can't keep them. And so it now dilutes the power and they're no longer deep. They're just shallow. And what a shame. What a shame to be so gifted and not be able to do anything with it. What a shame to be so talented and not be able to exercise those talents. What a shame to have so many life experiences and all you got is scars to show for it. As opposed to trophies of victory, testimonies of overcoming. That's how we overcome is by the blood of the lamb and by the word of our testimony. And so, so God is calling for deepness. Increase your vocabulary spiritually. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Should eventually become, I thank you, Jesus, for all the things that you've done for me. And not only that, I appreciate the things you're going to do for me. And that's a far cry different than just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And so the vocabulary of the, of the learned or the insightful speaks to the things that are in the deep places. The deep places. And I want you to think about the deep stuff. I'm not talking about pain and sorrow and agony and rejection. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the deep stuff that you know that's there, that you have to converse with God to get some results. You got to deal with it from a spiritual perspective because it's a spiritual thing. It's not just a natural thing. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nations Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope.